Did you know that our children's life expectancy is linked to their ability to be relational? Well, today we're going to talk with Dr. Dewey Wilson, and he's going to explain some really great concepts to help our children connect with us and with God. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Dr. Dewey Wilson is the founder and CEO of Strong Marriages, along with co-authoring the book, The Relationally Intelligent Child with Dr. John Trent. Dr. Wilson has contributed to Focus on the Family's book, The Best Advice on Marriage with Jim Daly. He has also written many books and workbooks for strong marriages, including Devoted, I Promise, and the Doing Life Together series. Thank you, Dr. Wilson, for being on the show. Well, thank you, Leanne, for having me. It's a pleasure being here. Well, can you tell us first, before we get into this wonderful book, tell us a little bit about your organization, Strong Marriages, because I believe, you know, if we're going to raise these children and have a strong foundation, we better have a strong marriage. Absolutely. Yeah, well, the Lord um, called us into ministry, uh, full-time vocational ministry about 20 years ago. I was actually in construction and home building before that. And we often say we're still in home building. We're just not using sticks and bricks this go around. But uh, we uh, we founded Strong Marriages actually from a ministry called Marriage Mentors. And with the, our main focus of the ministry being to partner with churches all across the country and uh, help them raise up and train uh, mentor couples to come alongside other uh, couples that may be struggling in their relationship or just wanting to enrich or learn how to do marriage better. And uh, you, you're so right. It you know the the marriage is a byproduct of re- our relationship with Jesus, but at the same time, it's a uh, the our the way we parent is so foundational to understanding what it means to have a relationship with God. But we have since over the years we um, have expanded that mentoring role, and, and now we, that henceforth the umbrella ministry called Strong Marriages because we have a premarital called I Promise that I wrote many years ago. And uh, we also have the uh, Connect Assessment, which we'll talk about briefly. That uh, It's a personality assessment. You know, many, many years ago, John came up with a Lion Otter Golden Retriever uh, Beaver personality assessment. And so we've kind of repurposed that and brought it back to life over the years. And uh, we use it, uh, we use it in, in really every facet of our ministry. And so our main intent is to, to continue partnering with churches, even post-COVID. But we've also developed a, uh, an online training system that we'll be releasing later this year, hopefully. Anybody across the, with an internet can get trained to become a, a coach or a mentor. Oh, that's wonderful. And you co-authored The Relationally Intelligent Child with Dr. John Trent. So I'm, this book is really a wonderful resource for anybody who's raising the next generation. I thought it was interesting to read that our children's life expectancy is linked with their ability to be relational. Yeah. Years ago, I think it was in 2015, there was actually a study done at the University of North Carolina. It was written by five of their professors in, in social psychology. And what they found is, is that social interaction and the ability to, to relate well with others, it has a direct correlation with, uh, with life expectancy. And in fact, they used the markers of physiologically, body inflammation, obesity, you know, body mass index, the, uh, and also uh, blood pressure. And really what they found is, is that 
the lack of, of social interaction, in other words, relational intelligence, uh, the lack of that is the same as the, the risk factor of it is ge- of getting diabetes in later in, in, in life. It is also uh, the, the risk factors involved with it are even higher than those other risk factors that contribute to obesity, obesity and, the, and the lack of uh, activity. That research has been done ever since the early 1900s, and even back then they found that the lack of face-to-face relationships increases the death of mortality by 50%. Oh, and then my. When you, when you, isn't that something? Yeah, and then when you add in other multidimensional factors, you know, like uh, socioeconomics or second or third generation removed divorce, and when you factor in all of those, uh, what they found is, is that it increases the, the risk of mortality by 91% in those, in those children. And we're talking about adolescents here. Wow. All the way through to, to old age. And so when we were doing our research for the book, we found that Dr. Trent and I were the same way. We were just amazed at that, uh, at those statistics. And we also found that research has been done by interviewing adults and the ways they think about their childhood experiences and the trips that they used to go on. What they found was is that the recall or the lack of connection, attachment that they had with their parent drastically impacted what they, you know, what they did. They remembered oftentimes the, the lack of relationship with their parents or how strong that relationship was and what they were able to do together as a family as opposed to even where they went. And we found that to be an interesting statistic as well. Absolutely. And I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking, okay, so all these kids are on these social media devices on their phones and on their pads and on the computer. And not only is it causing obesity because they're not getting out, but it's also shortening their life expectancy is what you're saying. It is. Yeah. And research proves that there's no doubt in my mind that as many of the podcasts and, and people that you've had on that you've heard that, that even today that isolation is one of the greatest uh, factors for anxiety and depressive disorders. And while they, so many of our kids seem connected in certain ways through social media, the, the truth of the matter is, is the lack of face-to-face, all of the components and the factors that, that involve that, is it's really contributing to those anxiety and depression disorders. Oh, um, and know, it's they, so sad. People are more concerned about the likes that they get on Facebook than they are on learning how to really have the, the countenance aspect of communication the tone of voice, uh, both of those are, those are, those are gone when you're, ta- when you're doing connections through social media, basically. Yeah. When you're a child, you won't remember what you saw on your device, but you will remember the times you spent with your mother and how she loved you and hugged you and played games with you and went to the store with you. You also write about relational intelligence and you are, as you call it, RI, relational intelligence. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about the five key elements, boil those down? Please. Yeah, in Leanne, when we think about relational intelligence, we've heard of IQ, and we believe in some ways IQ these days can be overrated. You know, we we're so concerned about that in many ways. But what we what we seem to be missing is the relational intelligence side of it, and it's not so much a, a measurement tool, the capacity based learning, if you will. What it is more is that the parents helping their children understand the the ability, the God given ability to connect well with others. And so we came up with five different elements and the one that precedes it is foundational to the one that follows. Yes. And so we, we, we start with really quickly, we start the first one is secure attachment. 
And that secure attachment, when that is there, the ch- our children's ability to, to fearlessly explore their world, which is the second element, just becomes greater and greater. And as they explore their world, we know that they're going to fall or trip. And so the third element is unwavering resilience. And it's not a matter of what you do when you fall. It's, it's what we, how we get back up and then get to moving. And what we find is that when the secure attachment is there and they're, and they're able to explore their world with uh, confidence, then they're going to be more apt to get up after they fall. And then when you combine those three together, then what that leads to is the fourth element, which is wise decision-making. It helps them over time learn to, to be able to draw within quickly the resources that they have learned over the years, whether it be experiential or through those relationships with mom and dad. And you combine all four of those together. And what we came up with was the future focused service of others. You know, so many kids today have a tendency to, to really not know what their purpose is and, to, you know, or to find out later in life that I think it's attributed to Joan of Arc. You know, it's not a tragedy to die for what you believe in, but it is a tragedy that once you once you're dead, you find out what you believe in has betrayed you. Right. And so <sighs> and so the fifth element is uh, is the future focus service of others. And why is that the capstone or the end goal, do you think? Well, I think here again, when you look at our children today, in fact, my, my uh, dissertation was on millennial narcissism and how it impacts their ability to, commun- to, to connect with long-term relationships. That's a, you know, that is, a, that is something we have to read and get you on the show for. <laughs> well, you know, what I found out was is that uh, these, these kids are not clinically or subclinically narcissists. Right. And what they are is they're, they're greatly entitled and they have these vast unmet expectations. And when you combine the two of those together, they live in the moment. It's more about, you know, what they think they need or want immediately. And that's and what's happening with the social media. That. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And they're not willing to forego that instant gratification for a long-term result. And so when we help them understand their purpose, who God created them to be, and why with uh, helping parents understand the importance of connecting with them well, that secure attachment, if you will. Research also shows that these millennials and Gen Zers want to change the world. They want to be they want to be movers and shakers, and many of them are. They're yes. incredibly gifted and talented. Uh, they just need to, to have the right focus of their future in mind. Absolutely. So you share about a personality instrument built specifically for this book and an application plan. You talk about an application plan, and you encourage parents to build out on that. Can you tell us a bit about that and how they both work together, please? Sure. Yeah. Years ago, we wrote uh, the Connect Assessment, which is the uh, personality assessment for adults. And as a part of the book, I spent quite a bit of time putting together a personality assessment for children. Wonderful. And it's to help parents understand their children's strengths and what their weaknesses are. And oftentimes we want our children to grow and to learn based on our strengths and, and you know what we find to be important. But uh, this particular assessment, uh, it enables and allows and empowers parents to communicate and to connect with their kids based on how God created them to be. So what their desires and preferences are and how to communicate, how they respond to, to conflict. So from the ages of about four to six, we ask that the parents for them to take the assessment for their children from the ages of six, seven, all the way up to 12, 13. The children can take it themselves with their parents looking over their shoulder. And then as they get older, then uh, they can take it themselves. And we have about a 15-page um, a report that goes with it. 
the listeners that parents can actually go to the relationallyintelligentchild.com and there they can take a, the, the assessment for free and it will provide a, basically what we call a one sheet overview of who their children are and they can upgrade for, for a, a nominal fee. Uh, they can upgrade to the full report as well. That's wonderful. And so that's the relationally intelligent child.com. Yes. It's the, the relationally intelligent child.com. And and we'll have a link in our show notes again. Thank you, Dr. Wilson, for being on the show today. I'm sure this people are going to find this book to be very beneficial. And you know what? I might just jump on and take that assessment myself. Okay. Well, we'd love for you to. I'm sure the adults could do so, right? Just to see. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, that's a great point, Leanne, because oftentimes when we learn more about what our strengths are, sometimes we can be the worst judge of ourselves than than anybody else. And so when we really find out who God created us to be, then it gives us the confidence to, to share with others and to communicate with others much better. Well, thank you again, and God bless you. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.